Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elites. Welcome back to another Supercoach Elites podcast, proudly sponsored by the patrons of patreon.com forward slash SC Elites and our friends at supercoachchampion.com. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo. That's right, Corey, the Bombs Express is back. And you know what else is back, Corey? Free season club. <laughs> Fucking podcast, whatever you want to call it. We're not on YouTube, Corey, so all swear words are on the table today, Corey. But look, mate, before we get stuck into uh, Adelaide and Brisbane, mate, where can the listeners hit us up on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter and Patreon at SC Elites. Find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and Facebook at Supercoach Elites. Bumps, I'm just pulling for the first time out of its packet the Supercoach Champion Ring. Yep. Um, which is cool. Oh, they've given a free air freshener there too. Brody Grundy's head, that'll go in my car as well. So thanks, guys. Nice, they are organised. The first one got lost in the mail, believe it or not. Well, I can I can confirm to Supercoach Champion, if they do listen to this, I've actually got one now at my house and Corey <laughs> just absolutely stitched you up and he's just got a second one out of you guys. No, for, that is uh... not true. That is not true. <laughs> they, they look after us well here. So, um, yeah, he, he's like, oh, I got delivered. I'm like, nah, bro, I promise you it didn't. And he's like, yeah, I thought it was a bit dodgy because um, we were talking about it. And then he's like, yeah, they clicked off that it was delivered. So... Um, all odd. The air freshener is one of those T-Shar share things, the T-Shar 3 ones. It's Brody Grundy's head. Are the, the T-Shar 3, are they those, just those head things that everyone's got in those? Yeah, still the yeah. AFL players got Brody Grundy's. I didn't know they did AFL players. I've got a George Costanza in my car, Corey. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah same one. I was in the car the other day, so same one, okay, same one. Cool. Uh, but more importantly, let's pull this ring out because I wouldn't mind having a look at this one. Let's see what this bad boy looks like. Oh, she's beautiful again, Bumps. Beautiful what are we, what are we like compared to last year? You reckon reckon that's an upgrade on last year? Or um, about this think, oh, I think it's the same ring. <laughs> <laughs> Just has a different year on the yeah, side? Yeah, it looks a little bit little bit more glittery. So I um, would put the other one on, but that was sent out. So can confirm. Can't put that well, on. I am, uh, I am disappointed, Corey. I didn't get home. I didn't get home. I didn't get to take home the... Uh, the wear last year or the uh, the ring there, but um, this year it just gives me something again to strive for. I'll just so put, I can you, add to my, put your uh, name on it now, Bobs. Well, look, I may as well, Corey, because I've, I've well, I think I missed you today with my team. I just said, well, just fucking lock me in. Pretty much, um, I'm done. You've done a lot of research. I've done bugger all. <laughs> I'll finish my team, Corey. Yep, there yep. you go. Um, uh, we have what Adelaide and Brisbane, the first of the team podcast yep. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go one a day for the next nine days uh, with the mm-hmm. podcast, two teams every single day. These are going to be off the YouTube platforms, then we'll be back on YouTube coming into the season, um, just depending on what Dizza can, you know, get together in his spare time. Bloody useless app, like, that's for sure. Well, spare time, I would have thought, it's all he's got, Corey. Yep, but there you go. Um, we're going to run through cash cows, mid-prices, primos, the do not touch, which we included last year, and our outlandish statements, which are always fun, oh, my friend. I look forward to the outlandish. Actually, I sat down today, Corey, wrote one for every single team, and I just thought, gee, can I get more outlandish than what I've written? Well, that excites me. That excites me, Mr. Express. It should. excites me. Brett not here again? Is Brett a part of the elites, is he? Played basketball with Brett last night. Yeah, what, what do you have to say? Oh, no excuse. Reckons he's got work, as always. <laughs> but conveniently, doesn't seem to have it on a Wednesday night, Corey. Was late, still had his dinger on. Basketball. <laughs> his, had his dog on the leash. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, no. sloppy. He's, sure. he's a sad story for a human, that bloke. Ah, uh, what do you do? But let's get into it, Bombs, because we've got to smash through these. They are meant to be quick fires, and you've wasted four minutes already. 
Well, that's all right, Corey, because I think the listeners, they've been hanging. They've been absolutely hanging. You reckon they've been waiting for the sound of your voice? Corey, if it wasn't the sound of my voice, they'd certainly be waiting for the sound of yours. And, uh, well, we've we've got a few words to say, I would have thought. These will not be so quick fire, I reckon. They never are. (laughs) (laughs) You'd assume by now we would have been smart enough to change the name of them. (laughs) No, the intellect down here is just not too odd. I ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, why am I still seeing my 2020 team? That's not going to help me here. It's straight across the 2021. Bombs, let's get you kick us off, mate. Your cash gal for Adelaide is? Okay, Corey. Now, he was pick 38, Corey. His name is uh, James Rowe. And you know the reason I like this fella, Corey? Why, well, my friend? Because he's a mature-aged small forward. And I think any time we get people saying, you know, we've got a mature age, he's only 21, Um he was uh, equal third in the Sandful for goal assists last year, Corey. Um, and look, he, I just think with what's going on in the Adelaide forward line, the ageing list, there's just going to be a lot of changes kind of happening. And from what, I've, what I'm hearing, Corey, because you know, I've, I've been eating a few grapes lately because I've been climbing those grape vines, and um, I'm hearing some very positive things potentially about this James Rowe fella getting into the team round one. Now, he's $117,000 forward. So at the moment, he currently sits um, on my pine at, uh, at F7. But um, I just think he's, he's a little guy. He's mature-aged. And if you look at the size of him, he looks like a little little nugget-type player. Reminds me a little bit of Jack Higgins in terms of uh, his stature. They do the same thing every year to Adelaide. They always bring one new little small forward on that scores absolutely bloody nothing. Well, let's just hope he scores a little more than nothing. Yeah, well, can only hope, hey, my friend. We might be light on with rookies, Corey, but he's the one. He's the one from the Crows for me at the moment. I've gone 123K, a little bit boring, more boring, uh, Joshy Worrell. So a little bit taller. They like their tall back line down there at Adelaide and uh, intercept defender. So I couldn't really find much. I'm not going to lie. Adelaide bore me. Bumps, they... Uh, they bore me to tears. I think they're going to... We'll wait for my outlandish statement. But, um, yeah, I've gone with 123K. Defensive forward there, too. So I really hope we do get a, a Worrell uh, up and going because it's nice and handy having a, um, a defensive forward. And he has been out. around for a couple of years now. And, That's and it. It's about time game. that he, uh, you know, got out there and done something. I could have gone Jordan Butts at 200K and they could have just been disappointed all year again. Now, that could have just angered me. And I think a lot of people out there probably looking at this Thilthorpe because they, they will just have a look at it and just think, uh, well, look at this. He's a, he's a number two draft pick, blah, blah. But, you know, people that they might not know much about, they just probably see number two draft pick. They see rookie. You know, that's all they see. But the bloke's a 200-centimetre bloody ruckman, Corey. And um, I would suggest that with Riley O'Brien doing what he's doing, we may not even see a debut from him. I don't, yeah, unless they're really right up shit creek and they want to go play, which they, they will be, but they want to go play off a hard forward flank or something. But he's not picked on the Supercoach front. He's not a Supercoach player. No, and even though that, you know, Ruckman have had a um, a nicer time in terms of scoring, it, it just, I don't see how they kick Riley O'Brien out of that ruck role to, you know, put him in there. At this point in time, anyway, not for the first preseason. Luke Jackson of last year. Well, yeah, quite possibly. Yep. Yeah. Your mid-pricer? My mid-pricer. Now, I'm, I'm all about this, Corey, because he actually sits in a D number five at the moment. And uh, old Wayno, Corey. Yeah. Wayne Malira. And, you know, you probably the listeners who follow the program for a few years probably always heard us talking about him. It's almost every year we mention his name. 
But this year is as cheap as he's ever been, 312000 And I'll tell you now, if there's a guy that can excite me, I reckon between the three dollars to $400,000 price mark from the Crows, it's this one here. Because, look, he's not necessarily going to be a, you know, a top eight defender, but what he will do, if he can get consistent games, I'm relatively confident that he can average 90 on the season, actually. I've got big expectations on him. And, um, you know, with all the information just falling through at the moment, because don't forget, he signed a five-year contract about a year ago. Yep. And um, and he's just come out and said, mate, I'm looking forward to playing with some of the young fellas. It sucks that I was on the sidelines having to watch them. I want to be out there with them playing, and I want to be in the guts. I want to be in the thick of the action. I want He wants to be the man, Corey. He wants to be the man, and if he can remain injury-free, now that's that's the concern when it comes to him, but if he can remain injury-free, I'm genuinely expecting averages up around the uh, 90 mark. Yeah, he's uh, definitely a fantastic option in draft leagues too. That was mine as well, Wayne Malira. And I just think that with Rory Laird spending more time in the midfield, they want someone who's classy and can use the ball off the halfback flank, and they've had his name pigeonholed there for a little while now, so... I don't no. really see them changing that up. He's they, they, he's been training with the midfield group. They had, they had an intra club game in recent times. Corey he played pure midfield there as well. There's yeah. I don't I'm not happens every preseason. I feel like this one might be a little different. Have a look at his averages over the last couple of years as well: 79, 74, and eighty three in the last three years. Albeit the eighty three was only after, on two games last year, but. You look at 300,000, you look at 74 as a minimum average over the past um, few years. Now, you look at the games played. He's played, you know, two last year, 17 and 19 the years before. So, you know, we, we know he's probably not going to play every game because the hammies are probably going to go. But you look at the numbers he puts up alongside that, and then you think about, you know, a guy you might be paying 120,000 for, who might only average your 40, all of a sudden, you know, I think he's worth it. Yeah, well, and the other thing there too is... is- the good thing about Laird and Miller is, well, one's probably going to play predominantly midfield. The other one's probably going to play off the halfback flank. No matter where either of them are, they're going to be using the ball. Yeah. Yeah, both. Yeah, exactly. So you'll probably see almost probably a 60-40 rotation between the two of them off that halfback flank midfield time. Um, and I think it's just going to work wonders. I, I've got both in my team at the moment as well. Yeah. No, no, no I, I like that. Um, the fact you got Malira. Malira at what defensive position? Four. Yeah. So I've got him at five because yep. I just... But I've got I've, one more in the midfield than you. Yeah, but but yeah. this is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking... Well, it depends on, you know, rookies and structures and all that kind of setup. But if Malira's gone down with an injury, it means then that I'm really playing, yes. you know, three defenders Tight. kind of thing. Um, You know, three kind of rookie defenders. And that, but that's more of a structure talk as opposed to anything else. But um, D5. And, and look, it'll change. It will change. It's, you know, they'll come in, they'll go out, they'll stay in, they'll... Things will happen. We'll have a play, but um, well, it's I one that I really like. My yeah, but you say this every single year. Yeah, but this year I think I've nailed it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then yeah, I'm pretty sure you say that every single year as well. So, um, your primo. Well, it, there's only one. Yep. In this football club, and his name's Rory Laird, and I genuinely think that you are not in the best frame of mind if you are not selecting this bloke um, as a walk up. Well, you know, D1 or D2, he, he just needs to be there. Um, if someone can out-average Jake Lloyd this year, it's Rory Laird. Yep, I don't think he will, but I do strongly agree with you. 
this is what just a couple of things I wrote down now. I told you I haven't done I haven't done heaps supercoach study, but no scores below seventy last year. Seven seven of eight scores on the run home were a hundred plus, and that was also with hundred and eighty five versus Collingwood. Yep, and do you know unders priced extremely unders. I think I would have picked him at six hundred. What's his price there? Five sixty. Five sixty four. Oh, yeah. He's a he's a moral, I think, and I I seriously I think he will be number one, Corey. Those last um, how many games did you say? Seven of his last eight were tons. Was that right? Yeah. Yep. Seven of the last eight. Yeah. Do you know what he averaged across those last eight games? I would have said one hundred and twenty six. 121, Corey. Yeah. I only now, went so high because of the um, the 184. Now, if you look at pure numbers in terms of disposals, mm. right, his disposals went through the roof um, from in those in those last eight games, right? So, you know, for someone who probably, you know, I haven't crunched the exact numbers, Corey, but I'd suggest here in the average, um, you know, 22, 23 touches across, say, the first nine rounds and then in the last eight, I reckon he's he would have averaged twenty nine to thirty somewhere yep. up there, and I would suggest that there was a role change because he did play a lot more midfield. Yeah, and he don't has suggest got... that there was a role change. Yeah. It wasn't well, suggested. They had to find who was going to replace Crouch, and they found it in a heartbeat. And I think he's not going to go anywhere. So if we've got a guy then who, when he played more midfield time, averaging one hundred and twenty, with uh, you know a history. And when you look at his history in terms of game played, it's it's very good because he's literally missed two games in the last four seasons. Um, and across those four seasons, he's averaged 100, 108, 96, 105. And the few years before that, 96 and 92, at 560K, he just has to be a walk-up. Yep. I, th- I think there's no negotiations when it comes to Rory Laird this year. Yeah, um, um, the like I said, Lloyd and Laird in, and they're the first two selected. Yeah. I had, a, I had an easier time selecting those two than I did have with my Ruckman, with my any of my forwards, probably besides Lockie Neal. Yeah, no, no. Well, I think he's more of a moral than Lockie Neal this year. Yeah, and I agree strongly. Um, you do not touch. Well, you talk about controversy, Corey, because a few years ago I brought this fucking peanut in, and his name's Rory, Rory fucking Sloan. Anyone, honestly, now... People out there, they'll say, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll come at me for Rory Sloan. Well, please do, because it's fucking all aboard. Because have you seen his price? 471. Didn't even know and, it was that cheap. Yeah. And and that's why people might get sucked into it. They'll, because people, what do they do at this time of year, Corey? They look for a little bit of value. Yeah. And I'll tell you now, stay the fuck away. He's no good anymore, Corey. Uh, he's best is past him, that's for sure. He'll probably play... A little bit more forward this year too, I would imagine. He's eighty percent of his best isn't isn't being generous to what he's actually able to achieve. I reckon. How he's... many solid super coaches did he have? Because I can't really pinpoint like a lot of really good super coach seasons. There, there were periods of time during yeah. years where he went really, really good. But there was a patch there um, between twenty twelve and twenty seventeen where his lowest average was one hundred and five, and his highest average was one hundred and fourteen. So, I mean, he hovered there, and and in the last three seasons, ninety six, one hundred three, eighty seven. That's what. That's what you should be expecting. If you're going to pay 470k for Rory Laird, don't sit there and be like, oh, well, fucking, there's 110 average. No, it will give you a 95, I reckon. Yeah, no, I strongly agree with that. Wasn't mine, though. I went with Jackson Haightley 
And um, I think it's going to be a very controversial one because he's selected in a lot of teams, Jackson Haley, when he came across. But I don't think he's going to be as good as you think he is at Adelaide. I don't. I cannot see him coming in and putting up a 90 to 100. Um, I just think there's too many of the same kind of player in that team. You know, Crouch, Sloan, um, Jones, Laird. Um, McHenry, they've got a lot of players that they want to push through that midfield. I'll probably see him, you know, pinching up as a high half forward and then run through the guts kind of option. And what was he, 310,000? I don't think he's going to make you the cash that you, you're expecting him to go. So my do not touch is Jackson Haley. Yeah, at about 50 grand cheaper, I would have touched him. Yeah. Now, that's probably an odd statement to make. I'd, I'd touch him for 50 grand less. But um, <laughs> not, not at 310, I'll, I'll probably... I'll probably pass that at 310. Um, I'd rather a player like Wayne Malier or, you know, a, a plethora of the other options, the mid-priced options that we've got kind of floating around. But um, I'm probably more of a believer that if all things go well, he could probably do an 85, though. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I just I don't think he's going to do that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Fair enough. Yeah. I think GWS would have used him a little bit more if uh, nah. they thought he was a lot better. You're yeah, it's, statement, hard, my friend. it's hard to kind of push push people out. Um, before yeah, but he wasn't we, even getting before, games. I, I feel the need to talk about Matt Crouch at some point here, though, Corey. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? Oh, served you well over the years. Do you know how close I am to bringing this guy into my team? Yeah, at the yeah didn't he had a re- he had a real good stint at the end of last year? Corey, he is seriously a good player. I'm not shitting you. When I say that, I, I hope you pick him because if you pick him, I know he's just going to stink it up and every single week he'll be like, yeah. oh, for fuck, yeah, Corey, I shouldn't have fucking picked Crouch. <laughs> and then you'll blame Brett, it'll be Brett's fault somehow. And... Well, I don't speak to Brett, Corey, so it probably can't be Brett's fault, but I can I can work it in there if you want. Now, his finishes to the year, I, I spoke about this in kind of like the finals run, how he's notorious for just, you know, finishing years kind of really strong. I can virtually guarantee you that if I don't start with him, Corey, he'll come in at the midway point of the year because I, I froth this bloke at the moment. You know, you take out his, um, you know, shitter brother Brad, right? And he averaged 115 in games without Brad. That's a good stat. Now, if you're telling me that for a sub 600K, he could potentially average 115, are you telling me you're not interested in that? No, no, I like that. I do like yeah. that. Just, I got a, I got a sneaky price because oh, he's priced five ninety four. I've said that about four times. Corey. Sorry, doesn't really miss well, games. He's one really last year. You much. know, you think about Matt Crouch and him not missing games. Um, he actually misses um, enough to be a little bit of a concern. I reckon he missed one last year, three the year before, four the year before that. Okay, so that's eight games in three years he's missed. Not a huge number. But enough to be, you know, cause for concern because when you got five around his price and you know five's kind of potential and you might not pick five because the game's missed. That and Matt Crouch, you you can't really kind of justify the reason being for that. But there will be a year where this bloke averages 120. I've no doubt about it, and I reckon this year might be the year. 115 without his brother, he's just got, you know, I think he's just got complete control of the midfield, and I think he's genuinely going to run amok in terms of super coach points. Yeah, you know what's funny is I actually think Laird's going to out-average him as a midfielder too. Well, my outlandish statement, and this is why I need to speak about Matt Crouch, Corey, because I think he will be a top three midfielder in terms of average by season's end. Look, I love your confidence. I love it. I actually love it. But 
the bloke cannot kick a football. It's okay. Yeah, and that's that's what I think will stop him from even. But when he has it ten more times than any other, yeah, but that's happened before. It's happened before. He's had forty point, forty five disposal games, and they've been like eighty points. Like, no, I know that all too well. Like, I love him, and I love your confidence, and he's only twenty five, and I love the rest of it. It's he, and look, you wouldn't surprise me if he got there, but I just. Yeah, I'm a little bit more sceptical than you are. And I know it's going to hurt you, because the Adelaide boys always do. In the last four years, he's averaged 110 twice. Yeah, that's good. And he'll do that again. He's not going to be a bad pick. Not at I mean, all. For 594, he's, he's not going to come out and average sub-105, in my opinion. Yeah, I'll, and I'll probably have him at some stage and as well. And when you've got two players, Crouch and fucking Shitter Crouch, next to each other, who done the same <laughs> same shit as each other... Yeah, more, yeah, more. Yeah, I mean, think about this. The amount of times Matt would have got first touch of the ball, handballed to his brother Brad, then Brad turned it over. <laughs> I mean, vice versa. Um, yeah, but imagine this time when he handballs it to someone who can kick. Lead. Or actually right. take it. You, you know what I mean? And, and imagine yeah. then, you know, score involvements or meters gained through, you know, his possession chain and all that kind of crap that Supercoach love. Just, hey, how are you going without the prospectus this year? It's... um. It's forcing me to do a lot more thinking on my feet, Corey. I wouldn't yeah. have mind, uh, particularly with you know with the rookies, and because they give you you know a lot of the stats. Yeah, this is kind of what they're really good hate at. It. Hate it, hate it. Um, so fuck Champion Dart. I've had an issue with them for twelve fucking years, Corey, and they can really fucking get fucked because I bought I bought that fucking bastard of a book fucking for the last decade, and this year I just feel like I've got an extra fifty bucks in my bank account now, but I've got no fucking knowledge. Yeah, nothing to spend. I mean, what on. was so hard about fucking putting it together? Yeah, they've gone to the website, haven't they? Uh, so you're telling me I can access the same information on their website? I, I don't know how it works. I don't know what. I'm not buying a fucking digital subscription, Corey. Yeah, I, f- I think that's what it is, to be honest. Oh, but I'm the same. I'd rather spend fifty bucks on a book than I would the seven dollars fifty on a digital uh, fucking prescription. That prescription. Jesus Christ! I'm just gonna fucking stop there. My outlandish statement is that. Uh, well, it's not really outlandish, but Adelaide's not going to produce much for us again this year. I think their rookies are going to struggle. Can't see him putting out much in the park, and by the fucking lead, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be going too too close to Adelaide. Oh, gee, I'm borderline lead. Matt Crouch, Malira. I reckon James Rowe's going to float around, and I'll tell you now if there's a if there's a ruckman. That's going to kick one of these two big dogs off. It might even be Rob. Well, there we go. So that's why it's outlandish. Perfect. Work to treat. Uh, Brisbane Lions. Just you want to stick with it and keep running forward, or? Fucking yeah. Well, well, yeah. Let's let's go. I mean, you want a Brisbane Lions rookie? Um, I'd. You know, there's actually a couple. Actually, yeah. And there are a team I didn't mind. <laughs> yeah. When you when you think about it. Um, I feel like you probably got a better update on one of the guys. So um, now this Robertson guy, Corey, fucking now you talk about a move that fucking burnt me last year when I, I switched. Um, yeah. Who was his mate? The defender? Starsevich. Starsevich. Yeah, you made was 147. And I thought, nah, fucking Robertson's been named here. No worries. We'll save ourselves the fucking grand. 25 grand and I'm going to go switch to him. Now, the fact that he's priced at 176, I just think is a fucking saving grace. I'll tell you you what would be tempting, though, if he has a half-decent preseason, because this is a bloke 
you talk about the prospectus. I mean, the prospectus was virtually written for this bloke last year. They fucking loved um, <laughs> his ability to produce points, um, you know, when he was playing all those TSC games and, and all the rest of it. Um, 176, probably a little bit too pricey, I reckon, Corey. Um, but I'll tell you now, if word really kind of starts to ramp up, because I think Brisbane do need some more midfield um, kind of depth, um, to be honest. It, it falls away pretty quickly after Neil and Lyons and McCluggage, and even though I've just listed fucking three midfielders, to be honest. Um, Zorko. Yeah, Zorko. Mitchell. Um, but I just think they need something else. I just feel like they need something else in there. And, and a bit Dev of fresh blood Robertson, helps. Yeah, I think he might be it. But at 176, it is a, uh, it's, it's an expensive gamble to take, I would have thought. Particularly when we saw him play round one last year and then didn't fucking pull on the socks again. Yeah, it was harsh. Who do you think I was going to talk about? Uh, Nakaya. No, well, I actually thought you were going to go Nakai, so I left it for you. So fucking Eli Smith probably would have thought. No, I've gone Tom Fullerton. (laughs) (laughs) Hear me out here, and this is the reason. I tried to be a little bit cheeky because I thought you were going to go Nakai Cockatoo. So we will have a chat about the cock. Yeah, obviously. I mean, cock's always good chat. Not bad. Um, But the reason I like Tom Fullerton this year, uh, Bombs, is because uh, they did lose Steph Martin. Steph Martin's gone down to Brisbane. 128k ruck forward, so he's going to have that beautiful combination with the bloke from Freo as well. Um, and I think they're going to. I think they liked this kid when he came to the team last year. Now they got Big Joe. They're going to play Big Joe up forward, and I don't think that they're going to love using Joe Danaher in the ruck. Eric Hip would shit. No. He came in for one game last year. Absolutely blitzed it before getting injured late in the season against Collingwood for his second. I think that they're going to use this kid a little bit more throughout the season. Um, obviously, they've uh, trialed. Oh, here's that other useless ruck that they've got up there that just never comes on. Forget his name. I don't even know who he's yep, about. He's just shit anyway. So, the big OMAC, I don't think he's going to be. He's not good enough to ruck out full game time. So, I think Tom Fullerton's going to be the one. They love his basketball background, a lot like Scott Pendlebury. So, we'll hear about that for the rest of his career, too. Um, and I think Tom Fullerton may come into that side nice and early for Brisbane and definitely will get some game time throughout the year. So, at 128k with that ruck forward rotation, I think there's worse gambles to take if he gets picked. Well, you mentioned that he'd be a nice kind of switch with the um, the Freer bloke, and you're obviously talking about the uh, Tracy, Tracy fellow, the yeah. 102. Um, I reckon that if you are that confident that he's going to get games, which I'm not entirely sold on, I think McInerney will and can um, ruck the majority of games. And Send I that idiot run be... around the ground. Yeah, but I think he can actually be quite serviceable, Corey. Um, and I think Hipwood... Um, actually just play second ruck. I don't think they throw Danaher in there, and I, th- I think Hipwood will be forced into that role. Um, I don't know whether they'll want to play the third big tall, but in the event that they do, I don't mind actually sitting him at ruck three, you know, purely for, you know, break glass, you know, in emergency. Um, and particularly if you're running, you know, kind of Rowan Marshall, so you kind of keep the DPP stuff floating around, particularly yep. if you're running Pruce. So you might spend the extra 20 what is it, 27K, whatever it is, for the potential for someone to actually uh, line up. And that might, you know, prevent um, you from doing a trade later on. You might do Tracy to Fullerton if Fullerton's played a couple of games Selected and you're like, fuck, anyway. I, want to bring, yep. I kind of want to bring this guy in. So, um, you know, based on the ruck eligibility, if he's getting games, um, I, I reckon, yeah, he's he's for now a candidate for me to start at ruck three, Corey. He will play this year. 
You reckon? Yeah. Yeah. He will, well, he will play trying football. to find 27,000 to get him into my Ruck 3. Yeah. Because uh, he was fantastic below his feet as well. Do you remember that goal he kicked last year? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What look, happened in the second game? Because I did see that he, what did he score? Six? First quarter. Was he injured? Collingwood. Yeah. Injury on the on the 450 flank. Literally right at the start. It was about f- three or four minutes into the game. He was already on six. Fuck, he was on track for a yeah. He's flying. Good. <laughs> and I think it just gives them, the, like, honestly, imagine you're a Ruckman and Eric Hipwood, the skinniest fucking lanky fuck in the competition, <laughs> lined up across from you. <laughs> imagine, like, Todd Goldstein running at they... fucking Hipwood. Yeah. Imagine the mummy. Imagine the phoenix running at Hipwood yeah, back in the day. I think the mummy's dead, to be honest. They've, fucking, they've wrapped him back up in the towels and thrown him back in fucking Tutankhamun's co- in womb or not womb. Fucking in, in the fucking womb. Badge, he, fucking Carmen's fucking, what do you call it? Tomb. Cave tomb. Tomb. That's the, I knew how to fucking oom it. Jesus. <laughs> Very good. You learn something new every day. Tutankhamun has yeah. a fucking womb. Yeah. There you go. Love it. You bid price of a friend. Oh, and the cock. The cock. And the cock. Well, I mean, look, when the cock's flying, Corey, and, you know, listeners may agree with this, but I reckon when the cock's flying, there's nothing better than just getting your fucking fingers out, Corey, and then just slotting him somewhere that he belongs. And I reckon he'll probably belong in our forward line on the field too, I would have thought. They've done not bad to get Lincoln McCarthy from Geelong to, you know, an injury-riddled kind of player and get him playing some football. They kind of done the same thing with Alan Christensen. Now, the cock is probably going to get injured at some point, Corey. He might, you know, bend a little bit too far one way. He might snap a ligament here or there, Corey. But let's just hope that he's uh, he's only going to get through eight weeks. And, and that's what we need to remember. When we pick these rookies, he might be 123, and he might even be the most owned player in the game, I reckon, Corey, at the moment, the cock. Um, what's his ownership at? 61% as we go at the moment. So I knew it was quite high. He's only going to get through eight, nine games. Those fucking five, six, seven price rises is all he'll need to get to the 300,000 that will probably need to ship him off and get him off to someone else. Love the haircut that he's rocking at the moment too. The cock, dirty Is mo, he? yeah, dirty mo, bit of a mullet going on. Well, he probably just looks a little bit bigger if he's had a bit of a trim too. Corey, I would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Tell you what's going to happen too, bumps. It's it, it, mate. If they win a flag and Cockatoo and Lincoln McCarthy in that side, they'll be the new. They're they're already halfway there, but they'll be dubbed that Hawthorne power saviour. You know, we've turned players' careers around. Um, you know, they, they they're going to be a dangerous team this year. We'll wait for the outlandish statement because I might have something to the contrary to that, Corey. Yeah, it's going to be wrong anyway, so that's all right. Uh, your mid-pricer. Well, does he classify as a mid-pricer at 233000 Uh Not normally, but I'll let you go with it. Well, fucking Joe Danaher, Corey, because the only one I want to speak about at this point. Yeah. Um, well, fucking, I'll tell you now, if, if you thought cock, this cock was flying. You should have seen the cock of the community flying when, when they reckon he kicked four goals on fucking Harris Andrews. If these <laughs> fucking idiots in the community, Corey, if they think Harris Andrews was fair income having a real go at Joe Danaher um, in a fucking intra-club game, then they've got rocks in their head, seriously. Um, yeah, he's going to kick goals. From what, I'm heard, from what I've heard, he's going to spend a lot of time really close to goal. They don't want him up the ground. Um, as that centre-half forward kind of wheeling around, putting that into 50. They just want him close, using the athleticism, taking the marks, and doing what he does best, and that's taking set shots for goal, Corey. That's that's just what I've heard, all right? Um, 
At 233 is a bargain because he can average 80 and he might sort of be there for a period of time. The injury history is obviously something we need to consider. But I think at 230, it's a it's a non-negotiable. If he's there round one, he's good to go. Um, the preseason kind of talk on him has been he's done every single session, hasn't missed a session, including all optional sessions. He's attended all of them, got through all of them. And uh, and he's absolutely flying. So he must be loving life up there. And, and sometimes when you love life, your body might just follow with you and, and love you a bit back. And it just shows you, dead set, how fucking shit Essendon are at getting, you know, players right and happy. <laughs> not, so, not wrong. Good. So good on Brisbane there. Um, yeah, and I love it. He's in my team at the moment too. So um, big Joey. I, look, I think he'll kick. I think he'll kick bags. Yeah, look, he plays 22 games this year. He'll he'll get past 50 goals, I would have thought. And you know, if you kick 50 goals, you you average 50. Yeah, so you average 50. You average 80 on the year, I would have yeah. thought, at an absolute minimum. So, um, like just it's it's a bit of an I think it's a, almost a no-brainer. I mean, I mean, I know there's a kind of like a lot of these injury-prone players um, at in and around that price, but he's probably the one with the probably the absolute biggest upside considering the way Brisbane play. I mean, how they sort of went last year um, and, you know, the kind of contribution he, he might be able to make on the scoreboard. He's probably got the highest upside. You know that year when he um, he won the Coleman or something, kicking nearly 70 goals? Yep. Yeah. He averaged only 86 in that year. There you go. Um, so he can – look, he's not going to get – he's not going to be there and he's not going to average 100, but, you know, he might – you know, get up and average around that, I reckon, that 85 kind of marker, even if he does kick only 50 goals, because what's a goal worth these days? 12 points or whatever it is. But, um, look, we'll see how it goes. But, obviously, the last three years have been a write-off playing 15 games over three years. It's got to... I told you, it speaks shades about his uh, former club. That's for sure. Couldn't get anyone right, mate. I mean, once he's right, he's been durable because the four years before that, he missed two games. And, and the last three seasons in those four years, he, he played 22 each year. All comes down to happiness as well. And it's good to see him finally happy too. I reckon. Being out of Essendon. Um, I went with Zach Bailey, my friend. Um, no way I'd touch him. Not a chance. Love but him. I reckon he could be one of those players that really comes on kind of like a Zorko all those years ago when he kind of just burst out. He, he gave us glimpses and then just burst on the scene and became a real senior midfielder. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if Zach Bailey spends a lot more time in the guts. Look, I've got no stats. I've got no color, uh, you know, articles like you've got. And I'm, I would never take the risk picking him. But uh, got him in a couple of the draft leagues. And I think Zach Bailey is, is going to be a real player. And I think he will become a midfielder at some stage. You were talking about, you know, that, that midfield depth that they want to gain. And I seriously think that's going to be him. Six scores of 100 plus last year. And wouldn't be surprised if he came close to doubling that. Look, he'll probably fight around the 95 to 100 mark. Um, but yeah, Zach Bailey, and he could be one that we talk about. One of those, you know, real smokies that ends up coming on as a, 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 a potential top six, you know, top six to ten at the end of the year. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm a big Zach Bailey fan, and, and I dare say you, you probably jumped on the back of him after I, I spoke about him at length, uh, probably in our draft chats last year, um, when I picked him up and said, this guy could even be a keeper running to the year. Because last year he was listed as a defender, and he just felt like a safe 80 most weeks, to be honest. And, um, I mean, when you look at his average for the year, it was 78. So he wasn't too far off that. And um, improved his average on, what did he go, plus 30 last year from the year before. And just think, you know, it doesn't strike me as the guy that has that 
um, traditional kind of midfield in terms of centre bounce kind of role, but um, I think out on a wing um, because he's a good user of the ball. He links up well with marks and all that kind of stuff too. So um, I think that's a really good shout, Zach. But I'm a big fan, and I, I'm still undecided actually as to whether I'm holding him in, in Keeper League this year because he's on the short list, that's for sure. There you go. A lot of pizzazz too, Zach Bailey. Uh, your primo? That's Lockie Neal, and I probably don't need to touch too much more on that. Just go look at his first six games last year. Have a look at the first six games the year before. Just understand that in round two, the last couple of years, he scored 171 and 177, I think it is, from the top of my head. Um, understand that the first six games last year, he averaged 150. First six games the year before, it was in the 130s. Um, don't wait for fucking Lockie Neal. Just just buy him from the start because you just be driving yourself mad trying to find the money to fucking get him in at some point. Like, yeah. He's certainly going to average 120. Buy him from the start and trade him halfway through, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, for maybe for Matt Crouch. That's it. That'd be um, you do not touch. I, mine's like Neil as well, and I don't think it needs to be spoken about, to be honest. Yeah. I, I do um, like Zane, Zane Dorco, Dane Zorko as well, uh, up forward, but just, I think there's just too many. There's too many forward line players yeah, that's that I have ahead of him. Same. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but... He could be that point of difference that maybe people will look for. Um, he's owned by 8%, which is probably more than I thought it was going to be. Fuck, that's heaps um, more than I thought. But, you know, he's because it's a name, I reckon, Corey, as well. But, you know, um, he didn't even get to the 98 average last season. And when you look at his last three seasons, he's only averaged 100 once across those three. So 98 for a forward-line player probably be enough to get it done but I just feel like the blokes you want to start are the guys that are you know more likely to have triple figures I reckon um across the entire season yeah do, do not, not touch. touch Lions um because I don't rate him as a footballer at this point I don't know how the fuck he averaged like 112 whatever it was last year Corey um don't 600 think watched enough Brisbane games 600,000 well I watched enough to know I don't want the prick Corey um at 600,000 he can just fuck right off Corey um if he averages 120 well then what's what's one of your sayings woe beats me or something like that it was what's <laughs> what's that saying Woe is, woe is me. me. Is, is that the one? Yeah. You like? Well, then, woe is me, Corey, if he averages 120. Bit egg on my face, but I'll fucking go nowhere near him. I don't think he's going 120 again, but I'm, I think he's going 150. Well, he went 112. Oh, so you go. reckon he's improving? Yeah, I think he's going around the 115, yeah. Okay. But around 115 is, you know, 110 to 112, anyway. You know, 112 to 115, anyway. So, um, I think he's 105. But yeah, no, no. Look, I think he's going to stay around that mark that he was last year. Um, he's a fantastic footballer, a really, really good footballer. And Gold Coast really fucked that one up big time. Um, but that's not my uh, do not touch because I reckon you got big cojones if you're going with him. And I'd love to see teams start him. Um, mine is uh, Hume Cluggage. Sound that wing. I think everyone kind of gets sucked into the fact that he's a young player that's going to emerge at some stage. But he's a winger. He's very gaff-like. Um, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with those players from time to time, but I just think there's they've got an abundance of kind of the same scorers almost, and I just don't think he's going to get you enough to, to justify a pick throughout the year with the likes of Neil and Lyons in there. So um, mine's Hugh McCluggage. Yeah, I don't know if I call him a... I feel like I'll be more likely in the season with McCluggage in my team than, um, than what's his name? 
Like, uh, Lions, you look at the natural trajectory. No. I mean, he's played four seasons. He's gone 54, 76, 94, then 101. So there is a kind of and he'll steep... go up. He'll go up to 105 again, but it's not. Yeah, it's not enough. You know, but... not enough to. I'll, I'll look. If you want to go, I'll go McCluggage versus Lions with your head to head. I'm fucking no. Oh. I'll, I'll take that every day of the week. Well, you've got about a 12, 12 point head start on. Well, that. Yeah, at the moment you're telling me one's projecting in a positive direction you tell me one's dropping seven points so yeah that is true that is true i mean i will not be making bets on the podcast this year we're going to be gambling <laughs> responsibly and we're not going to be sucked into anything we're just happy here making comments all right there we go um <laughs> and look that's completely fair enough but uh, your outlandish statement uh brisbane will make the top eight Corey. Gonna fucking fall off the perch. Don't know who's gonna kick sixteen goals and eighty-seven behinds for the season. Um, Hipwood is gonna do absolutely nothing. Lockie Neal will somehow still win the Brownlow, and um, Lions will only average seventy-four. They'll, uh, my outlandish statement is they'll have a player in the top six for every single line. Defense, who's doing it in defence? Mid, forwards, and up front. Daniel oh, Rich, best chance. Oh, you know. The big bloke's name that just lost to Joe Dunno. He could pop up and do something. In defence. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's sliding in this year. He's taking eight hundred intercept marks and, and the big O getting yeah, the big O finishing <laughs> top six up forward. Up in the rucks. So anything else to add? No thanks, mate. Well, that was very good. It's good to be back. What are we like for time on this one? Forty minutes. That's not bad. Yeah, that's not quick. <laughs> got some, not a quick five podcast, Corey. <laughs> uh, we will be back tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, for our second quick five podcast. Carlton and Collingwood. Always an interesting one. Jesus. We might just Bretta won't be here either. Oh, I fucking wish Bretta was here. He always hates Bretta when Bretta's here. But um, on behalf of the Patreons at patreon.com forward slash SC Elites. Look, get in there now. It's absolutely popping. Um, I think it is becoming paid because it's February and body's back, but stick around. We've had... It's been fun. The off-season's been fun. You are getting very active in it, I see. Is that due to because the pay, the payment plans are back up? And... Well, Corey, when when people are in there, sending in their, their hard-earned, we need to be more respective of that, and then we need to start engaging with the community more, don't we? So, if they're, if they're in there and they're paid-up members, Corey, and, and they want to... They just want to talk, they want to jump on, you know, the live chats, Corey, they, they want to, you know, go through some teams, they, they want to just copy my team that is already perfect with every single rookie that will be named in uh, in round one, Corey, then they can feel free to do so because I just posted my team today. There you go. I'll tell you, you did, you did too. There's no hiding. When we're very transparent with all these select. We'll run that all the way up until the first bounce of the season. We did that last year as well. And yep. um, we were in talking to all the members, you know, as the ball bounced for round one, which is Literally. crazy to think about it. Um it's look, it's it's very very active. We're very active every single night. You can jump on and have a live chat with me. I can almost guarantee it. Probably besides most Friday Saturdays, I don't normally get on till about two a.m. at that stage. But story for another day. All right, we'll leave that there. All right, elitist. On behalf of Bonds, myself, the Patreons at patreon.com/forward/slash/sc elites, and not Brett. Peace out, community. Thank you for listening.